Yeah. You're doing an idea, Anthony. I got little plans. It's Friday you know. night. That's right. Just I gotta got to go out. paid, ain't got shit to do. Yeah. Nah, I got my tax return, too. It's a great day. Oh, snap. Anthony's He's like gonna... Tony Monero. He's got to go dancing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, I got to go dancing. I spent my... all night in my hair. You just hit it. My hair. I worked so hard <laughs> on my hair, and you hit it. And you hit my hair. Hey, thanks for joining us. This is the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Friday, February 5th. 2016, let's get busy. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast with your hosts, Anthony and Imran. Jock and Nerd! What's up, everybody? My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd Podcast. This is another edition of Jock and Nerd Weekly. Of course, we're live on Blab. And of course, we're with our favorite buddy, Mr. Rugberto Bambino. You know him. You love him. Also known as Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? I bid you hello. Good earth to you, sir. I've been trying to spread. Good earth to you. I've been trying to spread that around. It's not really catching on. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. About. I haven't been saying it a lot. I kind of forgot I even mentioned. What the good earth to you thing? <laughs> yeah, good earth to you. That's what, Imran. Do you do you think you have some sort of like cultural impact that you're going to be able to influence people to start saying good earth to you? You again? say shit enough, people will pick it up. Look, that's what's called a callback. Now. If you're a new listener, you may not get the callback, but I wanted to welcome uh, some of our new listeners. I feel like we may have picked I'm up. I'm on the show, and I don't even understand that reference. Oh, maybe that was Definitely. the show you weren't on. Uh, <laughs> welcome, new listeners. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we geek out about all things comic books, superhero. We are your superhero comic book culture curators. Uh, and on the Jock and Nerd Weekly, we, we're going to go over some geek news. We're going to talk about this week's new comic book superhero shows. We have some listener email, and then we're generally going to have a good time hanging out. That's what you're in for. If everyone in the room, uh, if you guys want to help us out and click that tweet button, tell old bird, that would be fun because then it records a little gif. And, of course, we're live on Blab, which is – this is primarily an audio podcast, but there's a video aspect to some of these shows. So if you want to watch this stupidity, definitely go to jockandnerd.com slash live. Subscribe to our YouTube channel because all these shows I put on YouTube and very often there's lots of wacky shit that happens in the post show. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah. Rugboy knows. Anthony yeah. always – Anthony's always done. I, I hear about it. <laughs> I hear about it, but yes. For example – Apparently there's some shit that happens. Uh, I just want to point out last week's show. Not only did Rugs meet Martin Shkreli over on Blab and get booted out. For starting shit yes. with him, which was amazing. That was awesome. I did it twice. Oh, you did it twice. He's been on every day. But after that, Rugs, remember Annie from Norway, who's a pet psychic? Oh, shit. Is Annie okay? Is she okay, Annie? She, and everyone did that joke to her, and she did not get it. I don't think she's a Michael she Jackson fan. didn't get fan. it at all. I did it like the first second I saw her. No. I'm like, Annie, are you okay? <laughs> you okay, Annie? And she just sat there with this like blank stare. Oh my, Dude, she was reading people's dogs from their picture over the blab, and I don't know if it was bullshit. It was hella entertaining, though. I'll tell you what. You guys believe in well, that stuff? Do you believe sounds like that? a bunch of weird shit that happened. I can tell you what your dog is thinking. <laughs> I want sausage in my mouth now. Oh, I want to hump your leg. Now I go to sleep. That's pretty much it. That's those three things. Sounds yeah. like I haven't really missed anything. <laughs> I guess not. If you're looking for That's extra dogs thing, if you're looking for extra content, 
Check that out. All these links are in the show notes. Now, if you're a new listener, you're like, what's the show notes? Well, every show is posted on our webpage at jockandnerd.com, and it comes with all the links, stuff we talk about, links to contact us, subscribe to the show in iTunes, which I recommend. And you can find the show notes easily. You just go to jockandnerd.com slash whatever the episode number is. So, for example, this one's going to be episode 77. You're going to find the show notes at jockandnerd.com slash 77. Very simple. It's a lot of fun stuff there. And you can watch this show we are recording right now. One last thing before we begin. I was on a podcast about podcasting. Oh, shit. Whoa. Yeah, it's a, this show is called New Media Lab with Rob Southgate, who runs this local uh, Southgate Media Group podcast network. It's like 80 geek shows for, about everything from uh, comic where, books where to Where is Doctor local? Who. Not everyone that knows. Uh, where we're, where local, we're local is a Chicagoland Midwest area. Uh, we are in Chicago. Okay. This was in uh, – He's a, he lives in Elgin, but he's doing this show called New Media Lab. And I'll put the link to episode nine in the show notes. And I pretty much – uh, I got to talk about podcasting and uh, and what we do here. So that was really cool. It's good exposure. It's a good show. Check Ooh. all that out. If you're in the Blab and you, want, if you, ha- you have a question, just type slash Q and we'll, it'll pop up here and I can pop it in the window and we'll answer your question. Gentlemen, let's get to the news. The Jock and Podcast. Dude, we're a week away from Deadpool coming out. Anybody excited for the Deadpool? Is that next week? Shit. Yeah, it's next Yay. Friday. I'll be I'll be at the theater watching that shit. Oh well, I'll you, definitely are watch you it. sure? Because we have to record a show next Friday. How are you going to do both things? Oh, I won't be on Friday. It'll be after like all the the, the stupid people go see it. Okay, and then I'll yeah, go yeah. See it by myself. Yeah, Deadpool. What's up, Anthony Cleggs in the in the in the uh, chat room? And he wrote us an email three weeks in a row. We'll get to that. I love Anthony Clegg. Whoa, and he's hanging out with us. It's great. We've read his emails last two shows uh, in a row. Deadpool is going to be great. Now, this marketing for Deadpool. Uh, by the time this show posts, Super Bowl Fifty will have aired, and apparently, like Ryan Reynolds is there. There's going to be like Deadpool shit everywhere. Uh, but on Monday, this is out of control. I, I gotta, let me let me interject really yeah. quick. So remember Chris Sotelo? Yes. He now works at Google, and Ryan Reynolds was actually at his office today along with Olivia Munn promoting Deadpool and X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, shit. Whoa, whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Sotelo, I've been seeing his Facebook posts. Uh, you should check out our episode with Chris J. Sotelo, Power Short Form Filmmaking. I don't remember what number it is, but you'll find it. Really great episode. And then he moved Somewhere. to San Francisco, and he works for fucking Google. We need to talk to him again and, and find out. He does videos for them. Yeah, yeah find out some of his Google it's experiences. It's show. He got hired. That's like, right. I would, <laughs> we, we could take all the credit for that. <laughs> we of his talent, all of us. We're going to take. That's what we do. Yep, we're going to take. We made that, fucker. Don't forget your don't forget your roots. Anyways, look, after Super Bowl 50 with like Deadpool all over the place, Monday, five Viacom networks, including MTV, VH1, and Spike, will run custom TV spots for Deadpool in place of all commercial programming for three hours. Nothing but Deadpool commercials. That's really crazy. Is this a little much? Do you That's think this is necessary? I don't think it's necessary, but hey, if they want to do that. I mean, I don't know if it, like I don't think it necessary. Probably not like like Rug Boy said, but innovative, trying things. You have to applaud people for trying. Yeah, things. it's uh, it's the biggest uh, takeover that they've done, and their strategy is basically: look, everyone's attention span is getting shorter. Let's just hit them with this over and over and over again for. Uh, Three hours. Anthony Clegg says, uh, Anthony, you look 12 years old. He's shocked. Anthony's a listener and did not know what he we look like. He has pubes. I checked. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he checked his pubes. 
Bro, Before do you even podcast? Show, sure he was legit. No, he's of age. We, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's consensual. Uh, so consensual? I, I am not. What? What, yeah. what do I need to concede to? Be with my consensual. Consen- What's the deal with this tissue thing? What's the deal? You look like a woman that's having the vapors in the 17th century. What's why you have a like a tissue in your hand? <laughs> well, sometimes he's like, oh lord, oh, yeah, lord. Sometimes it gets a little steamy in the studio, fellas, and I just oh my. I just need to dry off the vapors. You know, you, you know why it gets steamy? Because you're wearing a goddamn hoodie all the time. <laughs> oh, the, I got the fever. Kevin Smith. Oh, oh, the vapors. I got the vapors. This is my little, you don't know what I use this. You don't want to know. Uh, look. I feel like. <laughs> you reject Kevin Smith with your damn hoodies and shit. What is it? Who is that? Stephen King? Uh, look, what, is this going to be too much Deadpool? Are we going to be fed up by the time a week this movie comes out? It's already out? too much Deadpool. It is. It, it's already to me too much Deadpool. He's done like I men's health it. PSAs and uh, it's crazy. I just, I don't want to see it. I just And look, they're, it's, they're not even showing footage from the movie. It's just Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool saying wacky shit. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, it's different. It is innovative in that, in that way, so. Well, you don't want to give away all the jokes. That's the whole point of going to the movies and seeing the jokes. If you give them away in the trailer, it's not funny. I, yeah, and that that's a good strategy, too. So you just make Ryan Reynolds uh, act funny and do wacky it's shit. Also, it's also, I think, the fact that Deadpool is, first off, you can do these things with Deadpool because he's a character that breaks the fourth wall. But also, it's an R-rated movie. Right. So they kind of have to go a little above and beyond because... Not your average moviegoer can go see this. All this is going to do is piss off all the parents of little kids when their kids see all this shit. And they're like, we want to see Deadpool. And their parents will be like, I, look, uh, we're not starting a petition. You're not old enough. Sorry. Fuck you, Fox and Marvel, for making my kids want to go see Deadpool. Shoving it down our throats. Eh, whatever. It's going to be good. Uh, next, thing, next thing I want to talk about. Remember last week we talked about Thor, upcoming movie Thor Ragnarok, and how maybe the Planet Hulk storyline will be sprinkled in various movies like uh, Thor and uh, the next two Avengers. Uh, I was looking into the director of Thor Ragnarok. You guys familiar with this guy? Say his name. Say his name. I, I think it's pronounced Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Wow. Yeah. Taika Waititi, he's been saying, I wanted to see what you guys thought. He's been saying a couple of interesting things uh, in terms of what he wants to do with the movie. Apparently, the script was really dark. He wants to funny it up a little. And he also wants to add a little bit of consciousness to Hulk. Maybe like a Joe Fixit gray Hulk that talks, which I think we need to get to that point where the Hulk uh, has a little bit of personality. Well, if Tiger Watutsi pulls it off, I, I'm right there. <laughs> well, I love to see Mr. Fixit. Tootie Watutsi. Yeah. So Tootie Watutsi, is, uh, he comes from a little bit of a comedy background. He was on, uh, uh, what's the thing? Flight of the Concords, which is like a comedy oh. sketch show. He's also acts in a lot of the, his movies that he makes. Uh, he hails from Rakukor, region of the East Coast, and is of Tiwanu Aapuni and Jewish descent. I don't even know what that is. Is that like an island? I love Pony. That's like an island, island, uh, island I'm a big nationality. Pony. Taika Waititi. I love his name, Taika Waititi. So, I mean, it's another case of Marvel picking out guys that you know haven't really had a big movie and are. It's a weird choice for this, but I'm all good with a little bit of Hulk, Thor, buddy comedy, uh, and having Hulk actually talk. You know, actual words. There was a, a report on Birth Movies Death by Devin Faraci. Two different reports. One was that coming into this, this script was the darkest one Marvel had ever done. Right. So that's why they brought in Taika Wapuni. Taika Wapuni. And then... <laughs> Whatever. 
And then uh, there was also a report. Um, I don't know if you saw this on Birth Movies Death, where he was researching films to watch, and he was watching bad movies to see what not to do. Oh, now that's smart. I like to hear when a Which director. Is a different. I like to hear when a director does that. Here's what's not. To yeah. Do. yeah, that's what I always say when I'm watching bad movies. I'm watching them so I don't know what not to watch. Do not do this. Let me ask you this though: If they made him talk, how would you? Uh, what would you want to hear? Like Ruffalo with like a just a deep. His voice would just be deeper. Yeah, he would just look sound like Ruffalo, like with that modulator on his voice. Just like, well, they've been using Lou Ferrigno. They I have. think you gotta. Yeah, they, no. I think they've been. Well, they have. They, they you have to. Uh, I mean, it has to be. You're not ready to. We're not ready to see Hulk doing full, eloquent sentences with. Mark Ruffalo's voice. Right, I think it's got to be, be a gradual change where it's like he's saying more words. It's like an like evolution sort of thing. I mean, if you think about like his vocal cords get bigger, so then his his voice would just be deeper and boomier and gradual. Imagine his voice is like my voice. <laughs> he's just be- like, hey. What's up, dudes? That would be great. I, yeah. think, I think Hulk should sound like Rugboy. That's a good move, Marvel Studios. I hope you're listening. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get... We'll <laughs> get <laughs> you hope. They're clearly listening. Of course they're listening. Hulk they, smash! They may... Clearly. <laughs> I mean... Kevin Feige has nothing better to do on a Friday night other than watch and listen to the Jock and Her podcast. Of course. Come he's on. transfixed. Uh, so look, maybe we'll see. I hope they do it because Marvel—they always have a good balance of like comedy in these movies. And I would love a buddy, a buddy thing because like the funniest part in Avengers is when uh, Hulk punches Thor, you know, just for fun. Like that's hilarious. He, I think Taika had mentioned that too. Is that as no, not the, not the Hulk punching Thor, but or, the scene where he grabs Loki, yeah, the ragdoll, he's slamming him. He's like he wants him. to, he wants to kind of recreate that feeling in this movie. I like that oh. direction. I just hope it's not too much comedy because. There's been a couple Marvel films like Iron Man 3 I felt was too much comedy. Thor Dark World towards the end when they were fighting was a little too much comedy. It's, there's a, there's a, balance, a balance that needs to be shown. Absolutely. There's a line. There's like if you make things too funny, then it pulls you out of the movie and then right. you stop thinking it of as a real movie. So, But the great thing is those little beats that are there um, – they, you know, there's comic relief, so it, right. it lightens the mood, and it's, it's it's a surprise and it's welcome. So if you overdo it, it's gonna be not welcome. You gotta sprinkle it in, just like celery it's salt on sprinkled. a Chicago hot dog. Uh, Anthony Clegg says World War Hulk is the end game. That would be uh, fantastic. You, you, you lead up, with, put the Hulk through the uh, Planet Hulk paces, and then bring him back as World War Hulk, and uh, See, rock on. I think that. One of the greatest things you can do is take Hulk out of the game for a couple of movies, which they did for Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Because he's the heavy hitter. And when you, once you have the Hulk, you win. Okay. Pretty much. So um, he should be in World War Hulk now. He should be there now. That's what he should be doing. And then he should come back and save the day when it's time for Infinity War. He should be the guy that levels the playing field. Well, I mean, I think that's what's uh, if that report we read last week with the whole spoilery uh, synopsis of Thor, that's what's technically happening. Like he's there now and uh, Thor will find him, get banished to that planet, find him. Uh, Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Next thing that I got a kind of a geek boner. The Flash Supergirl crossover has been confirmed. Didn't think that was going to happen. There is a date. Uh, this episode will air March 28th, and Grant Gustin uh, Instagrammed the cover of the script for the episode. 
the title of the episode. It's ep- it's season one, episode eighteen. The title of the episode is also a great uh, homage. It's called World's Finest. However, Ooh. it's not called World's Possessive Finest. It's World's Plural Finest. Mm. There's a difference because so this alludes to that classic uh, DC title, World's Finest, that featured Batman and Superman teaming up, you know, every month. They were the world's finest. But is this uh, a clue that that they're doing a multiverse in the DC shows where Flash is going to go into Superworld's? Universe, parallel universe. That's super why Supergirl, not I mean, Supergirl. Supergirl. What did I say? <laughs> Superworld. Superworld. That was the ride at the carnival. Uh, you, you forgot to mention, though. I, I believe this is only happening on Supergirl. I don't think right. She's coming it's to not Flash. like a two-part crossover. Flash is going over there. She's not coming over to Flash. I mean, that- CBS is like, we're not fucking sending our character to CW. <laughs> you can bring your goddamn character. That would to be a, a demotion for the Supergirl. Yeah, but that. Yeah. Their character would not even be able to breathe air if it wasn't for the Flash and Arrow. Exactly. If it wasn't for Berlanti and what he's done with Arrow, none of this uh, would happen. So they should be nice and and send her back over there. Really, the Flash is trying to help Supergirl out by pulling uh, the viewers over there to watch the show. So we're going to have to review this episode, even though we're not talking about it this week. Oh, yeah. I I will watch that one. And to answer your question... Is this DC acknowledging that there's a multiverse? Yes. I mean, they've, they've kind of already built that into the flesh, wouldn't you say, with all the Earth 1, Earth 2? Yeah. It's kind of a natural progression that if they ever wanted to cross over to different aspects of the DC universe, whether it be Gotham or a, a movie or something like that, they've already built it into the flesh. But just saying, oh, it's a different world. That's pretty smart because, yeah, in that episode where he explained it's, it's just there's, logical there's now. 52 worlds. This We've only seen one other one being Earth 2. Right. This is just another one. That's pretty cool, guys. I think it's going to be fun to watch and everybody should tune in for that. It'll be interesting to see how the what the ratings are compared to yeah. their usual I mean, it's ratings. getting me yeah. who gave up on Supergirl. It's gonna get, I'm so, not going to watch any episodes leading up, but I'll watch that one. Anthony Clegg says Supergirl can suck my balls and not in a fappening way. He's a listener, and we're going to call him Tony for ease. We'll call you the jock. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, tell us what you really think, uh, Tony. You can have three Tonys. You can have Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, they've done it, it again. Good. You'd have to spell us with spell it with eyes, though, right? But that last yeah. Tony is really tone because it's like T O N E. So it's Tony, oh, Tony, yeah, yeah, tone. Right. Nobody ever got that tone. right. All right, uh, yeah. Anthony, you're gonna like this next bit of news. Seasons I'm one and think. two of uh, Young Justice are on Netflix. That's cool. How young? Uh, oh, young, <laughs> young enough. Not too young. They're, well, they're, young. they're old now, but they're, well, they they're old young. now. I guess season two hadn't been on. So, you know, we love Young Justice. We've had Greg Wiseman on the show, episode 46. Producer of Young Justice. Producer of Young Justice, uh, created a cargo. And that, that, and that Star Wars Rebels show with that and intro. Star Wars Rebels. That's, right. That's why I played the intro. I was just playing it to play it because I like to hear Ezra Bridger say the Jock and Nerd podcast. But Greg Wiseman's come out and tweeted stuff like, look. You want to see Young Justice Season 3? The best thing you could do is watch all the episodes over and over on Netflix. Basically, he's saying jack up these ratings for the show and Netflix may possibly pick it up for a third season. Geek moment. Which, I, that would be so, awesome. And I don't see why they wouldn't do that. My advice is just put it on and just don't even watch it. Just let it run the whole thing. Yeah, just you technically don't have to you know watch. When you, turn, you just turn Netflix on and just place every episode after and yeah. after. 
So just turn it on and just walk away and forget about it. Everybody just grab an iPad or your phone or a device, st- yeah. set it and forget it. And pretty soon we'll have Young Justice Season 3, possibly. I don't Isn't know. it great you can manipulate that? If that's, hey, if that's all it takes, fucking everyone turn your shit on right now and let it run. But that would be cool. Young Justice was, was fantastic. It'd be great to see a third season, man. Everyone is clamoring. They had that hashtag campaign and whatnot. Well, do you remember how Season 2 ended? It did it end on a cliffhanger? No, refresh the nerd's memory because I'm old. What was the cliffhanger? So they, I mean, they beat, I, I forgot how, they beat the, whatever the alien right. okay, group go. was. Oh, the, I mean, uh. Like four years ago, five <laughs> years ago. I you can't really spoil All right. Um, what is that? Whatever the hell that alien group was with the Beatles and shit. Oh, yeah. The sk- um, but they the beat them. But then Vandal, they, some Vandal and like some of the secret society or whatever they were called in their, the, uh, I forget what they're called too. Wow. It's been a long time, yeah. but. They Vandal makes a visit to Apocalypse and t- is talking to Darkseed. Dark- so uh, they were teasing Darkseed. Uh, be the main baddie. I may go back and actually watch both seasons. It's been a while, and now that it's like so easy to watch it, I'm gonna just uh, start at the beginning. And I know I'll get sucked in, and I want to watch the whole thing. It was made for binge watching. I mean, it was one. It was a very continuous thread throughout each season. I mean, so but like one it of wasn't most, like one off episodes. Like a very mature show for a cartoon like a great writing great characters uh on par with uh you know television shows uh if you haven't seen it you gotta watch you gotta watch it highly recommended uh do yourself a favor check out young justice season one two on netflix maybe we'll get a season three uh uh, just two more things Zack snyder was on the opie and anthony show yesterday no and uh opie kind of hung up on him it was it's pretty funny. Purposely? Uh yeah. He was uh they got him back on afterwards and did a whole interview. Uh but it, he starts talking Why? about because well, there was like a three second delay, and that was get and Obi just like that was getting on his nerves. And then the Stangles, who are like their assistants, they were asking geek questions about Batman versus Superman. And, and, and right at the middle, Opie's like, All right, enough. And he hangs up. He goes, Who cares about Batman? And he's like, How much can you talk about Batman? And they're all like, Do you know who he just hung up on? That's one of the biggest directors ever. It's pretty funny. There'll be a link in the show notes to uh, the audio. I love when they sometimes they do that and sometimes they play the quiet game where they'll have a celebrity on or uh, uh, and then they just won't say anything and they'll just leave them on. And it gets very un- mm. awkward and uncomfortable and really funny. But uh, I was secretly happy Opie hung up on Zack Snyder. Oh, shit. That was the only thing. Finally, was there anything yeah. of value in that? Uh, at no, all? he's uh, he was ta- he's there talking about Doritos. They're doing something with the Super Bowl and Doritos. Uh, and then he's just, uh, you know, his thing bullshit about Batman and Superman and why it's going to be great to got to have the justice. There's nothing league. new. Nah. like the Donald Trump speech. It's going to be great. Yeah. There's the You're link. In the, so, exactly. so pretty useless news bit there. Imran. Just the, just listen to where he hangs up on him. It's like in the beginning in the first couple of minutes, it's funny. Finally, one last thing. This is a news, but I'm a huge Simpsons fan. And I want to turn people onto this freaky search engine. Have you seen this rugs? No, it's at frankyac.com. Somebody parsed through all first 15 seasons of the Simpsons and has database cataloged 3 million screenshots. So you go to frankyac.com, type in any word that you kind of remember in a quote, and it pulls up like a bunch of screenshots where they said that word in the show. It's it's pretty crazy. And you'll you'll get lost in there for hours. That's a lot of work. That's a three million screenshots. I'm going to look up rug boy and see if that was mentioned. I wonder if they ever said, and then you can meme it. So. It's a lot of fun. That's pretty some committed, Whoa. some pretty dedicated Simpsons work there. Good job, uh, Frankiak. I gotta check that out. Oh my, Glavin. Okay, let's get to 
the TV shows Glavin and my hyphen. Doc and Nerd This is the part of the show where we're going to spoil all of this week's comic book superhero shows. So I hope you watch them. them. Well, four of them. Not all of them. Four of them. Yeah. The no, four, we're done with two of them. We're done with two of them. That we're going to start with this week's Agent Carter from Marvel Studios, season two, nice. episode four, titled "Smoke and Mirrors." This, uh, I this was a very uh, this was kind of a cool episode. I li- we got some flashbacks of Carter and Frost, kind of parale- paralleling their lives, and I liked learning about them and uh, their motivations. Uh, some of it was kind of silly, and uh, you're like, "What? Why would? Why?" I understand is why Peggy was like in love with that idiot. That guy was such a tool, and just not. Yeah, that was a little fun. stupid. <laughs> Anthony Clegg, fuck Agent Carter. Well, get to your email in a second. Anthony actually, Tony wrote in with an email, and uh, we're going to get to that. Well, I want to hear this. Okay, so this is what Anthony has to say. By the way. Pro- Anthony nerd. Anthony Clegg gets one of these. This is the third week in the row he has written in. I love that commitment and engagement with the listener. You guys can do the same. Just email show at jockandnerd.com. Anthony says, Anthony Clegg says, another reason I hate Agent Carter is that it populates the myth that us Brits all live in stately homes and dream about slaying dragons. I work in purchasing. I've come to the conclusion that Americans love it because they think we are all like that. When in reality, we have been exposed to so much American culture, we are more like you. I foresee a future where we carry guns and you guys sort out all your issues by demanding a duel. I like I like your uh, your your uh, uh, I like your idea there. I think that's what should happen. <laughs> no, thanks for writing in, Tony. Wait a minute. So you're telling me that British people don't duel? They don't. They don't duel. They Even don't. The cards. They're not. They don't slap each other in the face and go. Rah, 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 I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> they don't all go to Hogwarts and become magicians. That doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. Ah, I fish. thought they all like were secret spies and they slept with every woman they see. Hmm. They all had bad teeth. It's very misleading. Yes. They're all wizards and <laughs> witches. They duel with their cocks. Anthony said. So that explains a lot. Yeah. I like geek boner. Good one. Uh, These are all <laughs> things I learned from watching British TV. <laughs> that sometimes when they're Sometimes for no apparent reason, a man will be half naked running around Chasing in fast women. motion with yeah. a lot of half naked women. And then there'll be a music behind it going. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just turns around. He has a silly hat and he's holding yeah. like a, a cup of tea for no reason. I thought that happened all the time. I love that show. Um, yeah. <laughs> back to our show. Anyways, back to <laughs> Sorry. Agent, no, it's cool. Agent uh, Carter, what do you guys think of these flashbacks and uh, the backstories of Whitney Frost and Peter no, Carter? You, I think I saw it in your show notes, and I have to agree. It's like they're they're kind of the same character, yeah. And they've kind of like chosen their own paths. But you're right. Now that I they bring, I hate that Peggy Carter, who's this smart, independent woman, was locked into a relationship with such a douchebag. Like, get her away from having relationships with people no, yeah, right now. The, like, the, I don't want to see that. These relationships are killing like her. Up looking a lot longingly of into what? Uh, man, I'm forgetting the African American guys. Wilkes, name, but. Wilkes, like that to me is like, yeah, I'm not cool with that. I call him Ghost Dad. Ghost, Ghost, Dad. Ghost Dad. What a Bill Cosby's but finest roles. Over, <laughs> overall, um, I like the show. I think it's good. I, I think Jarvis and I think Jarvis is hilarious. I think uh, Peggy Carter is is well done. I think she's actually kind of funny too. Her straight straight woman to. Jarvis's like wackiness is great. Yeah, it's a, and uh, I like I like good. the plot. I like I like figuring out what's going on and learning more about these characters. It's a short. I mean, there's only like two episodes left, right? 
I know we're on four. I think it's only six episodes. There's only six. Yeah, I think it's ah, only six. I episodes. think you're yeah. right because I've seen promos for so, Agents of Shield already coming back. Wow, they're gonna wrap it up in two episodes. Doesn't seem likely. But uh, the point I think is that it's running pretty quick. So I mean, it's you know, there's you're not in for a long haul. You're gonna get this story and it's gonna be done, and, and you'll be good with that. You don't gotta worry about filler shit. It's uh, but it, <laughs> Tony uh, in the chat says it's cheesy as shit and it's offensive to you Brits. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to argue that. You're probably right. <laughs> They're just... Uh... It, might, it might be offensive to you guys. I don't know. I'm not British. Fuck you! This how is, about that? How about this? Is, the show's not in America. This is... And it's yeah. 1947. But I, like, I, I like its cheesiness. No, I mean, oh. I don't know. I'm not British, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's different cheesy than, like, Legends of Tomorrow cheesy, but I love the... the. It's very consistent. I love... I do love the look. I love the cars. I just love the old school... Yeah, the look is nice. ...pristine cars and uh, the Hollywood and the 40s. It was creepy... <laughs> That uh, Whitney Frost, like, she had Uncle Bud the line, and I, but I loved how the, she's the, instead of the mask, wearing a mask as Madam Mask, her mask is her is her face now as an actress. And the, yeah. the more she, like, absorbs people with the black goo, the more her real true self is, like, cracking through her face. <laughs> Fuck you, she Rose. She also had, like, the mask. I think she, in one scene, had the mask in the background. Oh yeah, there's a lot of masks in the in the flashback and in shots with her. There's masks in the background, yeah. so they're alluding to this Madam Mask, but they've kind of taken a nice flip on the mask motif. Yeah. Where, whereas oh. Peggy, even her brother, was like, "Really, this douchebag?" Like I didn't like she folded so easily, and it took her brother's death to actually join up and be badass. But they both were always going to be these people, you know, despite of their one headed sh- in them. Yeah, they're both it, ambitious, and they're both going to be formidable. It's cool that they're creating like. Her, you know, anti, uh, the anti Peggy, you know, like her nemesis. It's good. You could see too that, you know, as children, they were both what they initially wanted is what they're turning out to be. And it was the, it was the world around them that was forcing them to be something else at the time. And then they end up coming back to what they've always wanted to be as kids. I mean, you want to know what else I like? Yeah. Is that they're not tied together. Their, their stories are completely independent and yes. parallel. There's no and they're not tied together. If they, yeah. if they fucking tie them together, I'm going to – they should just – this is the nexus point where they meet. Ew, I can see at that. At this present time. I can see them kind Ooh. of pulling that though very – If they got Gotham, Gotham would do that. All respect for that. Supergirl would do that. Yeah, why – I like it when it's independent and it's just kind of fate and destiny that these two ended up where they are. And now they're they're mortal enemies. I love where – it wasn't at the end where they're like, what are you? And I just went, I'm Batman, before she could answer. But she goes, whatever Everybody I want. Everybody has to say that. <laughs> goes, if anybody ever says, what are you? You have to you answer have with, to say, I'm Batman. Yes, that is the correct answer from here until the end yes. of time. You can't not say, exactly. I'm Batman. So I if right you away, say it like that, what are you? You got to say it. I said it out loud, like instinctively. There was nobody around. It was just a trigger. He goes, what are you? I go, I'm Batman, out loud. I was like, like <laughs> even in a Spider-Man movie, like if someone asks him, what are you? He should all... Spider-Man should just say Batman just to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm Batman. You know, and it would be funny. There was, I was going to say that the, uh, there were other things that happened. The, um, the audit on the, on the SSR. Yeah. Vernon, Vernon is being a dick. They, they, they pretty much, right. they had, they had them in their rights. They, they were about to bust that club and you knew someone's going to stop them because Vernon is powerful. And, uh, and, so, and I'm, I'm looking forward to a Vernon Peggy showdown, which they kind of had. He told her. He's like, a tidal wave is coming. I don't know what he meant by that, though. Something's coming. 
Yeah. I love well, Jar- he's clearly in cahoots. He, oh, yeah. He's not a Jarvis? I love Jarvis's line when he got stabbed. And she's like, how are you doing? He goes, Jarvis. And then falls over. <laughs> Hashtag Jarvis, people. Jarvis. He was great. What about the interrogation? That was cool. I like that, too. Infecting him with uh, just a really strong cold. Oh, they faked it. Yeah. Of, and they tell him it's malaria, and it's really just a strong cold. That dude, uh, that was that Am I confusing this? That was that dude, uh, Hunt. Or... Yeah. Yeah, right? Hunt. Their bodyguard, right? The guy that is protecting uh, Whitney Frost and her husband. His first name is Mike. <laughs> it's brother, his brother, Mike. Uh, I, you're, you know, you went back with this love triangle business again. I'm just like, why? Like, she's making goo-goo eyes at Wilkes, and now Sousa is, like, making goo-goo eyes at her, and something's going to happen with, like, I hate, why are you doing this? Why, why are you wasting time on this? I just would have liked to seen Wilkes just not be in the picture in terms of a love interest and it be Sousa. If they're going to go the love interest route, I'd rather have been Sousa still kind of just pining over her and kind of her still like noticing him, but not giving her him his full attention, her giving him her full attention. This guy's not even she's still uh, just busy with her work. He's not even tangible. What are you doing? They're never going to figure it out. And then uh, yeah. when, there's more black goo. Whitney Frost goos up the guy at the end too, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah, she. That's when she uh, closes all the blinds, and, and she. Uh, that's when she. She. Oh, she shows her husband because I did like that. She's a scientist, and she had white lab rats delivered to her to practice. How do I black goo these things? What does it take? And then she's like to her husband, "Check this out. Hold on a second. I got this." <laughs> she fucking chokes him and goos him up. It was great. Uh, and then the crap. Yeah, it's very you know, and, and there's no body. It's just yeah. very easy cleanup. That was a very convenient way out of it because he was threatening them. It was going to be messy. And she's like, nah, I got this one. Uh, so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I guess we got two more shows to go. We'll see how they wrap it up. I like that there's no filler, that they don't have time for filler, and they're going to have to move this shit along. I agree. I, I'm enjoying the show, and knowing that it's not that long, I don't need to be as fully invested because I know it's just going to move at quick pace. Yeah, it'll be over quick. You can move on to the next thing. Right. Moving on to the next thing. Let's move on to the next show. Doc and Nerd Prepare to be spoiled. Oh, you better prepare, bitches. Uh, Because we're going to talk about this week's episode of The Flash on CW. We're on season two, episode 12. This episode was called The Fast Lane, although... I don't, uh, it wasn't very fast, really, was it? Not a lot happened. No, it was slower. I mean, you definitely, after last week's episode, you needed a little change of pace. So, um, I think it was good. I I thought this one was good too. Um, Wally West, obviously being obsessed with cars and Iris kind of taking it on her own to try to stop him. Um, I did think it was time that, someone was like going to stand up to him and not and tell Joe to stop pussyfooting around his own son. Yeah. Really. I know. I want to punch this guy in the face. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wally West is being such a dick to them for no reason. Yeah, Just fucking relax. Joe, every episode is like, look, we care about you. You jackass. What's the problem? I just, I liked a couple of things. It felt a little disjointed in terms of like the tar pit shit had nothing really to do with the other thing. It no. was like two separate things. I did like uh, Cisco builds a, an app to find metahumans and he's like, did I just create metahuman Tinder? Uh, that was great. <laughs> that was a great line. And then the other fav- my favorite Cisco line was like, who's the best hacker in the world? 
And Barry and uh, Caitlin both go, Felicity Smoke, like at the same time. Yeah, without missing Right away. Yeah. He goes, yo, that's not cool. Come on. I thought we were friends. But Tar Pit, what do you think of Tar Pit? Dude gets dropped in a boiling vat of tar just at the exact moment that the particle accelerator exploded. uh, Also, what is that, like a year ago now? And uh, it's okay for the freak of the week. Like, who cares? The freak of the week. He is from the comic he, books. Jeff, he's pretty recent. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Johns created him. I Jeff think, Johns right? created him like in I, the two thousands. They, I mean, it was you could tell that he was freak of the week, and like the writers didn't really care about him because his end battle scene was like a, like glossed over. Like they they barely paid any attention to him. They just literally needed a villain just to captivate your interest for a little bit for someone for Flash to fight, but that wasn't the the main story. That was like the third or fourth storyline in this yeah. in this um episode yeah but it, i don't know, know what i don't like that the car g- driving the car race guy was involved with him like yeah, why did they much. link together that was bullshit That's i call bullshit right. on that he yeah. was the another guy that was there with them was just one of his uh cronies or criminal because the guy's yeah. a criminal well, they, like, they, was, that was too here's the shoehorning they, they tying everything together they, yeah they wanted to link him to the race so that Iris could be at the race and Flash is slower and Flash doesn't save. It was a bunch of coincidences that they wanted to link so that all these characters could be at the race at the same time. That was the fatal mistake in the script, I think. Yeah. Tarpit CGI also wasn't uh, maybe the best at his final form. And he was taken down really easily. No. Uh, but all of that, what, and then, okay, so then the other thing is there's that Wally and Iris drama. But all of this really was just a way for them to get to to make this breach implosion device, a device that and? Can, can blow up the breaches. And Wells uh, has been stealing Barry's – he stole Barry's speed force a little bit. That was the main storyline, yes. Wells stealing him, stealing Flash. And he's meeting with Zoom like a jackass. He's pretty much like, well – I wish there was another way, but there isn't. And he hears Barry like talking about it, struggling, and I guess he feels bad. And he comes clean about the whole thing, about stealing the thing and working with Zoom. I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty big uh, that Wells actually had this conscience to turn around. And all that was just so they could go, okay, let's go to Earth 2, everybody, field trip. But don't they have a weapon to kill Zoom now? They got the, the speed sucker. Do they? They got the, the mighty slow, speed sucker. The like, slow, why do they need? They, yeah, they he, Wells took turtles' speed. Yeah, or slowness slow things. Yeah. So yeah, that might be a factor. I liked it. I because this was going down the same path of last year or last season where it was mirroring Wells betraying them. Right. But this time they did a little twist on it, and this Wells actually kind of felt bad about it and was willing to sacrifice his own daughter for the fact that more people were going to get killed. He was being selfish, and he realized it. Uh, I, I think he realizes also that these guys are going to, you know, they're going to rally behind him and help him get his daughter. Right. back. I yeah. think he knows that he's realizing the, um, the importance of a team and he's figured he was always been a loner and he's seeing all these people around him that are so supportive of him, even though he still is kind of a jackass and he's realizing he can do if he's on a team, maybe he could get his daughter back a lot easier than doing it on his own. It's I, also a good device to show everyone that he's turned a leaf and he turned a new, you know, turned a corner in his life where he can be a team player and can care for people. Like, so he sacrifices. So it, it's a really good thing for him to do yeah, that was, to I, show everyone that he's turned around. I did not see that coming. And I love Barry actually defending him saying, yes, look, 
I know he lied to us and all this, but we need to help him. We should still help him. Uh, and Barry's then, kind of taken on a leadership role in this episode too, because he's always kind of reacting to things. Yeah. And this one, he's more like, no, we're we're not we're not just going to leave him in jail. We we have to help him do this. I, and I, I mean, I guess it's all due. I did like the bit where he was too slow to stop that shrapnel from hitting Caitlin. I, I like that too. And maybe that was also part of you know Wells two's decision to like look what I did. That's uh, but man, that was a great. I did not see that coming. That was a. Oh, I was like, what? And uh, this, so this coming up, there's a two part Earth two episode. It's going to be a two parter where we're going to meet uh, Killer Frost and uh, Death Storm. Uh, Ronnie, Robbie Amell is mm-hmm. uh, Evil Death Storm, and I guess Joe gets to sing. I guess he's a singer over there. We all know he's all right. He's in the. Uh, I think I guess people because they're all from Glee. People have been wanting him to sing and shit. He was in Rent. Uh, so those I got a, I got a couple more points. Already, um, I, I read on Birth. I can't take credit for this point, but they did a really good job. Um, Birth movies death pointed this out in their review that Flash he's missing his dad, and Joe is kind of made, paying a lot more attention to Wally because that's his actual son. Yeah. yeah. So Barry's kind of left without a dad. So that's why in this episode you see him palling around with Harrison Wells because that's his pseudo dad. I love as that. well from last season. Yeah. And he's trying to like suck up to him and help him, and that's why he's was like kind of bothering Harrison Wells the whole time is that hmm. that's his new dad at, at this point. No, so I, have I, ghost dad and pseudo dad. Yeah. Ghost dad. You got Harry. Dad. I, but I like that those scenes where he's like, Oh, I missed this. You know, I know you're not him, but, uh, it really meant a lot to me. And I miss like working with Wells, even though you're not Wells or, and it was really Ebar thought. So what's up with this thing that he reads a book for 20 minutes oh, and that then was he great. remembers it so, and then he like, forgets it. Yeah. Like, I guess, is, why does that happen? I guess part of his power, we learned a little bit more about his power that he could speed read, he was speed reading physics books and he goes, I'll be good for about 30 minutes. So I guess his short term memory is supercharged. And I loved Wells too was like, you know, that's annoying, right? Stop that. That's annoying. He was just annoyed by the fact that he's studied his that's whole life. That's a useless power. Though. Yeah, but what kind of. Uh, I can learn something for 30 minutes. <laughs> He could only hey, know it that, for 30 minutes. Give me that English to Spanish dictionary while I go order some food. He had to refresh. <laughs> like He's like, okay, I got it. Uh, but an interesting uh, – I, I like that interesting use of his power. I did not know that he could do that, that that was like a short-term memory supercharged also. Ah. So you want to know – I got a prediction for what they're going to do, how to get Zoom. Oh, and okay. who, who do you think is Zoom and how are they going to get him? Oh, I don't know about that. Okay. I don't know who who – but I, By the way, what a great mystery, they, though, they, about Zoom. Like, um, the, the fact that they've been able to keep us guessing this long is awesome. Yeah, it's I true. Agree. I think now that they were able to close the portals or whatever, they're going to close all of them except one so that they know one entrance where Zoom is coming in and out. That's what I would do. Well, I didn't he say all that. Of them except one. I thought he said that. Yeah, I thought he said that in the show. No, no. They said they were going to close all of them and be like, Harrison was like, Close all of oh, them, yeah, and you'll just, never have to deal with Zoom again. Yeah. So now there's it. one hole. Yeah. yeah. But now I would think they're going to do one hole. They're going to go to the Earth to get Jesse out, and then close it down to one hole. One nice one point hole. of penetration. One for one o- place. One opening. one opening. <laughs> but really, that was like that was huge because uh, Wells was volunteering to just let send me home, shut Zoom with me, let us die. I don't care anymore. And Barry's like, look, we can't, he couldn't do that. He couldn't do that to him. And uh, some of his humanity may have rubbed off on Wells, too. And you get that nice little it, confession. 
I mean, the show is better. The show is getting <laughs> getting pretty good. I yeah, mean, I like it too. It, it's it's grown on me. I used to like really not like it in the beginning, and I I, I kind of yeah. start liking it now. They've grown into it. Coming around. That's <laughs> I mean, I don't love it, but I'm liking it. I think because Arrow's sucking so bad. Oh my god! You know, you know and, what? That's a and good, everything else is. That's a good segue. Let's just yeah, let's get into Arrow. that. Hey, everyone in the Blab. Thanks for checking out the Jock and Nerd podcast. This is the Jock and Nerd Weekly. If you hang out till the end of the show, we're going to open it up and geek out with you guys. Uh, we are now talking about this week's episode of A Row. I mean, Arrow. A Row. <laughs> Season 4, episode 12, Unchained. This episode was kind of a mess, people. There was a lot. Mm, I don't know. There was a lot. I, I, don't, I, going on. I disagree. I disagree, but you guys can go ahead. There was okay. like seven plot lines going on at once. I, I'm, I'm trying to understand this. Why? Okay. Damien Dark was running from governor or mayor or whatever fucking office. And now his wife is running for mayor. Was he running? No, D- Damien Dark was always behind the scenes. He was never running. Oh, he's okay. taking so, out political candidates behind the scenes. I mean, he's going to be wasn't behind he, his like, wife. Talking about how he's going to save the ocean in the bay and this and that and whatever. So now he's got his wife running for office against <laughs> Ollie. I well, I think like, that's just justi- stupid. The justification is he realizes he's going to need someone in power to actually be a face, and why not be his wife, who's on board with what he's doing? The, yeah, I mean, it's weird that we, that that we learn that now. I just feel like I this- just feel like. They just threw that in there. This episode was a lot of, oh, remember this plotline? Remember this storyline? Remember these characters? Oh, yeah, remember her and this thing? Like, holy crap. There was, it was fun. I don't know, it was fun, but there was a lot. Nothing got enough time. It felt a little bit kind of rushed. Yeah, Malcolm shows up. Malcolm, again, where, Anthony, Anthony Clegg What is Malcolm doing? Where does Malcolm come from every time? Every time he just pops out of, like, just off screen like, out of the shadows. I just Hilarious. stopped in town to kill somebody, and hey, what's the line? <laughs> I wanted to get an in and out burger. I thought I'd say hello. Look, so in the beginning, they we, did acknowledge in, in prior episodes that like him popping out was just kind of weird. Like, why do you, where do you show up all the time? It's so hilarious. He must have like a uh, really fast plane. <laughs> <laughs> he does the secret entrance to everywhere. Okay. Look, Hey, remember Nissa that she was in jail. It starts with Nissa and Nanda Parabot. She breaks out and then they're, they're chasing this like parkour thief dude. Who almost yes. lets Thea fall to her death because the bloodlust is killing her. And it turns out it's Roy. Oh, shit. Remember Roy, everybody? Roy's back. What's Roy been doing? Yeah. Well, he's been being blackmailed by another dude whose name is The Calculator. A name so bad even Felicity makes fun of it. Oh, shit. I mean, the D- Calculator. The DC just, they have the worst names. And I well, got the tell- abacus was taken. The abacus was taken. But this guy's called Texas Instruments TR-1138. I don't know why. I'll tell you what, though. I, I had it spoiled already. I knew that that calculator was Felicity's dad. Was that surprising? I liked that. It was, yeah. was that a surprising reveal to you guys? I called that. I was like, oh, that's, his fa- that's her father. Is no, that I, from the comics? No, I had no, read I some so. uh, earlier spoilers uh, that oh. Felicity, uh, Emily Bet- Ricards was talking about. Uh, my dad is going to be in it. He's not you know, Malcolm, or he's not Roz or whatever. He's not Damien Dark, but it's somebody else. 
And I just kind of put two and two. And I was like, oh, that's the calculator. That's that's her father. Did you? I kind of liked it. That, it. It's part of the reason why I liked this episode is it was a surprise because it was someone that was Felicity's match in terms of intellect. But I didn't. I should have seen it coming, but it was a legitimate surprise. I was like, oh, shit, that is her father. That kind of makes sense. Now, do you think that is the calculator knows that the felicitator is 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 working with the arrow or that yeah. there's no idea? I, I think I think so. I think he realized that the only person that could match him was probably his own daughter. And the fact that why, his why daughter else would he has show up there? To tech. Yeah. Why did right. he show up at the thing? I, I also liked when I mean, they're just their mental battle and the fact that Felicity kind of went back to old Felicity and goes, boom. That's what a literary term for calling. I pwned you. <laughs> I yeah. kept using the word pwned. Was I like literally rewinded it three times and watched her say pwned. <laughs> I love the hacking battle while the actual physical battle was going on. Uh, that stuff was cool. The voice modulation was kind of cheesy, but I get it. I mean, obviously, they you know, can't. Uh, I like his line about uh, why would I blow up the internet? It's where I watch my kitty videos. I didn't understand what he was doing, <laughs> though. What was his plan? He was going to... Uh, just caused chaos. Just I mean, his plan was down. kind of ambiguous. Right? It wasn't, I don't know. Well, he's got to balance the checkbook. And the calculator <laughs> does a lot of things, you know? <laughs> he, had to, uh, he had to type hello upside down. You know, you turn it upside down. <laughs> boobies. So boobies. <laughs> Remember those old tricks? You ever do boobies? <laughs> kids even, how do you, what is that? 8008085. Oh, isn't that like the first thing that you do when you get a calculator? Oh, you make no, it's boobs, 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 and boobs. And you know what? They, that was enough to keep us entertained for days. We didn't need no goddamn PlayStation. We had Texas Instrument Calculator spelling out dirty words. That's right. You could, you'd play Snake, right? On the yeah, calculator. you could. You could play. That was even. That was. I mean, I'm talking more old school than that. Some of them did have games oh, on them. Okay. The Snake was good. There was also the flashbacks, which I agree were eh, not great. I hate the flashbacks. I did. I was like Shadow. Well, yeah. Shadow. Remember Shadow, everyone? I, like that was a long time ago, and all of that was a hallucination. I guess she pretty much just it, to tell that him. Was, I just didn't buy. Just to tell him, like you got to work through the darkness to get out or some shit. I fast forward through those. <laughs> it was like it was basically a long hallucination. Yeah, for her, for him to confess his guilt and remember that he has a rock in his pocket. I for, yeah, what is that rock? And I forgot. I was like, who is that? I was like, oh, Shadow. Yeah, whatever. Now I did love Nissa and Katana. Uh, Nissa going for this lotus flower that's going to help Thea. So Thea, her bloodlust is killing her, and uh, Malcolm's trying to be a good dad. Why don't they just bring a couple of pedophiles over? No one's going to miss them. Let her fucking slay a couple of pedophiles. Well, he's been. He, that was his suggestion, but. He's come around to the fact that Thea's just not going to kill just to kill. Yeah, I don't get her whole thing that she's not going to kill either. I don't buy it, but but in like I, I th- I'm not going to kill. I'm going to die. I don't get it. She's just going to die. And why is Ollie all ready to make a deal with Damian Dark now? And just last I'll episode, he's like, "I'm going to kill him." I'll give you the rug down. Okay, okay? hold on. I'll tell you why. Here's the rug down. Okay, this is a red herring. That's all it is. They're making you think it's going to be her dying, but it's not going to be her dying. She's not going to die, and someone else is going to die. And they're giving you the, hey, look, this girl doesn't want to kill, and she's going to possibly die, and she's going to be the one in the hole, in the grave at the end of this thing. And it's not she's not going to die. They're not going to kill her off. Thea? That would be too good for everyone. You mean Thea? <laughs> yeah. They're not going to You're kill right. Thea. You're right. It's going to be Diggle. I don't know. You still saying it's Diggle? I, I've, I've been thing. running with Diggle for a while. 
Flash's big mystery is who's Zoom, and this is the big this mystery is, now. This is also, have, yeah, it's a the great same, mystery. The same exact tool is being used. It's a pretty great who's mystery. In the hole? Yeah, who's in the hole? Who's in the mask? Now, I've, I've, been, I've been thinking, I do love, so where, basically, uh, Nissa tells Ollie, I'll give you this Lotus, you gotta kill Malcolm Merlin. Oh, shit. Fucking Malcolm Merlin. She's basically blackmailing him. Yeah. And it, it's it gonna be some showdown. This, that's what I liked about this episode, too, because... The best parts about Arrow are when they put him in situations where he's like between a rock and a hard place. Do you think think Merlin would sacrifice himself for his daughter? He'll kill anybody for his daughter. He's too. He's too egotistical. He's Ra's al Ghul. He plotted this whole thing to become Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, he would never give that up. Yeah, he's he wanted the Lazarus pits. He's wanted to be. He's not going to kill himself. Uh, Which that's what this was one of those episodes where it was literally for me. And I understand there was a lot going on. There was a lot of people. You mentioning that like Katana's back, Roy's back, Nissa's back. back. Like, okay, Shadow's I get it. Back. Shadow's back. Like, there was a ton of people that came back, and I get that it was a little all over the place. But this ending for me really worked because it was a legit cliffhanger. Where I'm like, all right, what the hell? Like, if there was another episode on, I'd be like, all right, I got to watch the next episode and figure out what's going to happen. So when it ends like that, for me, it works. Merlin's How do you think it's going to play out? I don't know. That's why I, I'm actually. No guesses. How is he going to get out of this scrape? Why do they keep playing ball with Merlin? The, okay, so this is what it made me think of. Maybe the, the so we're talking about who's in the grave. There's Wait, a, who's playing ball with Merlin? What are you talking about? They they keep playing ball with Merlin. Like what? They should just are they playing ball with Merlin? Killed Merlin. Like he shows up all the time. I don't know. He should be dead. He should be dead. Right. I mean, but I'm dead. saying right now, how are they playing ball with Merlin? Uh, maybe they're not. They're not playing ball right now. Well, you know, he's going to see his daughter. Everybody's leaving him alone. Basically, that's all that's happening. They're leaving him alone. But that, yeah. This is why I think the other question regarding the grave not only is who's in the grave, who is the person they want to kill? Could it be Merlin instead of Damien Dunn? Mm. I still think it's Felicity's mom. They haven't shown uh, Mr. Lance and the mom that are you know bumping uglies right now. Yeah. No. No. But they who, haven't. They haven't Cut back to that. Who do you so. think the person that they want to kill is? I know they want us to it think it could it's... be Merlin. You might be right though, because now you're hitting on something that just made. I just thought of maybe the fact that they've given Merlin so many free passes. Yeah, and maybe he's the one that's the killer yeah. of what whoever. They're like, we should have killed this guy a long time ago. Right? Maybe Ollie's realizing that. That will get everybody. You're right. Upset. That's a good point. Plus, also, if you think about like the flashbacks are coming up to the five year flashbacks, and Merlin was the big bad of the first season. So it could be a way where they could tie in Merlin's rise to power in the past with his being taken down in the present in, like, the next season. This might not even be resolved this season. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because, you know, they're trying to make Damien Dark be the big bad, but he's not even had a presidency in a while. And the last time he saw Oliver, they were kind of, like, not, like, willing to kill each other. So there, there's got to be a presence from Damien just because Ollie blew him off in this one episode. Yeah. So if Damien, Damien has been portrayed as having a huge ego as well, he's got to be pissed. So yeah, this next episode right. better have Damien Dark in it. Uh, uh, Anthony Clegg says, I'll be pissed if it's Merlin in the grave. <laughs> I still say giggle. Uh, Diggle, I think he means. No, I don't think Merlin's in the grave. I think Merlin's the guy they want to kill. The son of a bitch has got to That's die. a good theory. Uh, That's a good theory. It'd be it'd be one of those like we told you you should have never let this guy off the hook, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, and it would be a good well, comeuppance for the Merlin. Well, 
No. There's some things I, I I'm not really digging. Like as I said, they they leave a lot of things open, and then they have all this other new stuff come in. Like there's too many people involved now. I think they're doing this all as a distraction. You think that it's going to be Roy? You think it's going to be Nissa? You think anybody that steps into the fold is going to be part of this person in the grave thing? Uh, but it's uh, crazy. On uh, this show, though, like everybody dies and everybody comes back to life. Right. This That's is the thing that sucks. Yeah, you're right. I loved the. Uh, the scene of uh, Roy having to manually detonate the thing and him ziplining with the explosion behind him with a big smiley face. Like he's like, man, I miss this. That was awesome. And the yeah, stunt, the stunt looked great. I thought the stunt looked good, even though I don't know how the fuck he got outside so quickly when he shot the arrow, like it would have been instant or whatever, but there matter. was a couple of scenes where I was watching to see if, uh, Ollie's stunt man was doing all the stunts or if it was, uh, Oh, can you tell Amel? Oh, you can definitely tell. Yeah, but there's a lot of them where he was doing his own stunts. Yeah, you're oh, that's right. Cool. He's uh, he's capable. A lot of the parkour stuff, he was doing it, dude. Like, Steve, a lot of these jumps, he was doing it. It was him. Wow. Either that or his stuntman looks exactly like him. He's you capable. can tell when he's it's capable. when it's their stuntman because a lot of these, it's kind of the cuts are a little weird where you can tell it's a stuntman. Yeah. Um, but you're right. No, Ali actually was. I I noticed this too because I've I've been able to point out a lot more recently when it's a stuntman, and I'm like, fuck, that's a stuntman. But Ali, Ali was doing a lot of his own shit. He was actually jumping off those roofs. He was, he was like, I think he's done some parkour or something. I've caught like, I've caught like Asian people stunt stunt manning for oh for Ali for like uh no for the girls especially for, oh, especially yeah. for Thea yeah it's always like an Asian chick that's her stunt woman and I could see her hey, I'm like it doesn't even not even, not even close what's Ming Na Wen the, doing the worst this? was the worst two for me the stunt people have been. We're going to get to Legends of Tomorrow, but whenever Vandal Savage is fighting, you can see his stuntman right away. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> last year, whenever uh, Roz was fighting someone, it yeah. was always a stuntman because Roz, yeah. that guy was so old. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy's true. not doing those fucking stunts. I like the little Cadmus <laughs> drop. Did you see the little uh, Cadmus tech on the device that said Cadmus? I did not know. Yeah, that's cool. That which is that uh, Cadmus? Which is that the what from what Young Justice? The same thing. It was like the uh, comp- fictional oh, company, right. tech company, Cadmus, with uh, Ted Cord. Yeah, experiments for kids, right? What's that? All that's right. the chocolate Easter eggs. It's Cadmus yeah. Easter eggs. Uh, <laughs> oh, Cadbury. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's Cadbury. What there was? There was one scene that was kind of weird. One stunt scene where they they all have guns and they get the drop on the team. Uh, and then Ali jumps in later, and then he like and kicks all of their yeah, asses. He, and you could he yeah. just all he does they have guns. He jumps down. All yeah. he does is spin around. They all fall down, and you see the rest of them just standing in the background, just not even trying to help. They're just standing Watching. there. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Why did they all fall down when he just jumped in and spun around and didn't even touch them? I, I agree. That one was a little weird where he jumps in and there's like eight guys and he kicks all their asses just by ridiculous. jumping in. They all, all are wearing, have automatic weapons too. And they literally fall like dominoes, but then they made up with the cool zipline explosion red arsenal stunt, I feel, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> so all in all, I, I give this episode a uh, like out of 10, like a six out of 10. It was like it was middle of the road for me. But it was okay. So some nice things to see some of the characters come back. So I'll agree. That, it was I'll a little it overstuffed, but I liked where it ended. Meaning that there's going to be a showdown between the League of Assassins and a uh, bunch of fucking ninjas and samurais. I don't. Know. I mean, everybody who you forgot about, except for the parents, you know, 
Lance and uh, and Felicity's mom were in the episode. Everybody, Mister Terrific, was in it. Oh yeah, he threw a T bomb. Like he threw a T bomb. He got to throw a T bomb. Yeah, he could fight. Yeah, he had a little he could fight for some. He could fight for some reason. That was yeah, I that I thought was yeah, odd was too. That he was fighting Roy, uh, how he was like. He was getting his ass kicked the first like three or four punches, and he's like, "Oh fuck no!" And he got up and he started kicking his kicking his ass. So I thought that was funny. Also, there's I, a- I would agree with you guys though. It's a I'd give it a I'd give it a little higher score, seven and a half. Okay, just because this was the first episode in a while that I actually kind of enjoyed from Arrow. All right, yeah. I mean, they were moving. Parts were moving. There was action. There was great stunts. I also saw this other link. There's a rumor uh, Overwatch might get a suit. Possibly. Felicity Smoke suited up as Overwatch. I don't know why that's Ooh. necessary, but everyone gets suits and masks. Well, in I guess. a wheelchair. Why would she wear a suit? She's well, a we don't know how long she could be in the Maybe wheelchair. the suit is the wheelchair. Ooh. Maybe the wheelchair turns into some armor and shit. Oh, It actually makes yeah. sense for her character to wear a suit just because she's such a nerd. She was geeking out over being called Overwatch. She's like, I love, call me that. Call me Overwatch. So she would probably want to wear a suit. She loves be, her codename. Yeah, they yeah. could do rugs. They could do like a Robotech uh, thing. Remember in uh, the second series of Robotech, they had those suits that turned into motorcycles. And then it would turn into yeah. a, a suit around. It was the fucking coolest thing. Like if yeah, she's got some, I remember I, I wanted the toy for Christmas I, and I couldn't ever fucking transform the thing. I know. It was, uh, it was dude, impossible to fucking transform. <laughs> that thing in Starfire was just hard to make it into the different things. Uh, it was, I don't know how. Yeah, to, well, to I got Starfire to work, but that thing. Starfire was easy. Jetfire, you're talking about. Jetfire, Starfire, whatever. All right, gang, we got one more show to talk about. Let's hit it. Let's spoil some shit, Batman. Hey, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Thanks for joining us on Blab. If you're hanging out in the Blab, thank you. Stick around. The end of the show, we wrap up, we open it up, and we're going to geek out with you guys. And uh, I definitely want to hear from Anthony Clegg because he's written in three weeks in a row, and he has very awesome opinions. Uh, hey, Ron, you play those drops for Rug Boy all the time, yeah. and I've heard them so many times, I still laugh every time you play <laughs> They them. are. They're little drops of audio gold, people. There's millions of them that he doesn't use. Here's, here's oh, one. Yeah. Here's a little heard one. I haven't found the right moment to use this, but... Uh, My spider shits are tingling. It's so funny. <laughs> and of course, yeah. this of course, this podcast, the Jock and Nerd podcast, is 100% Rug Boy approved. That's a great one, too. <laughs> Anyways, gang, we're talking about this like week's... Flip. You gotta have the cartoon noises. A little feet running. It's like little... Like in the Flintstones, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, season one, episode three, titled Blood Ties. Another blood title, different week, more blood. Uh, this one was, uh, this one was fun. Uh, we learn a lot about Rip Hunter. This is a lot of, uh, the team pairing up and doing things and having little they, they started that last week actually though the team's kind of breaking yeah. off and then they, I, I like how they're trying different groups of people you know I like that too put these like people they split up Firestorm to where that they couldn't become Firestorm I feel though they saved a lot of money on special effects and I feel like every so often they have to write in an episode where there's no Adam flying outside or Firestorm so they can save a little bit of budget because I think making the ice and fire gun is, is pretty cheap and easy 
and other shit is probably this is the only way yeah this is the way they're gonna have to tell the stories though because it's hard to learn about these characters when there's a group of eight sitting around but when you do it with these random pairings and you do the interactions between them and you see how they kind of get along with one another you learn more about each character when they're split off like this who did that which justice league justice league did These that all cartoon, the time. Cartoon Network? The, the cartoon. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I have the all uh, They the would DVD split cards. off a couple of characters, and the, you would get Shiera or the Green Lantern hanging out, and then you'd learn a lot about them, and then you'd cut to, like, Wonder Woman and some other guy hanging out on another episode. So they got to go take a page from that book. That's how you got to do it. You don't I think need they're to, on that. Yeah, you don't need to see everybody. I still feel like they want to show us everybody all the time. I, I don't think you need to show everybody all the time. You can focus well, in. How do you get that feeling, though? Because well, they, what but, you just said, they, they've been splitting off the characters. No, but they like would, in terms of like justice. I'm just saying, in terms of Justice League, sometimes there would be characters that weren't in the show at all, and you'd focus on like these couple of characters. Oh, okay, I got you know? what you're saying. Okay, they're cool. trying to touch yeah, you're on right. every character all, all in every episode. Well, maybe we just want to know about yeah. these two pairings, just you know, a little more on that. But uh, well, let me ask you about that one line. I thought it was a cool line, but then when I think about it, I'm like, is this groan inducing or is it cool? The lie where Rip's giving his big rah-rah speech in the beginning, and he goes, I've seen Men of Steel die and Dark Knights fall. Geek boner. Or no geek boner. Wink. Was no, that just like, a wink. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't get a geek boner out of it. I just like, nah, oh, I was just wink. like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, maybe he saw it on TV, but like, you know, he wasn't there. You know. Has he seen, they're they're like, kind of acknowledging about it. there's another, there's these characters that happen, but they don't ever will have them on TV. It's just a, a wink. I've, I, um, and you know what, Anthony, what you said last week uh, rings true with this show. I found that I really, I have to let things go. <laughs> like the other shows hold up to a little bit of logical nerd scrutiny. This show, you can't just let it go. None of the shit makes sense. For example, uh, Captain Cold goes back to 1975 and meets himself as a five-year-old. So that's 41 years ago. How old is fucking Captain No Cold now? Does he look like he's almost 50? <laughs> but that's the 46? kind of stuff. Yeah, he's got great hair. That's the kind of stuff you just have to just don't think about those no, things. You know, you know, he he could play. He's a 41 year old guy. Not 40. Yeah. No, he would be 47. Oh, sh- no, nah, maybe not almost. 50. He would be late 40s. You're he right. would be late 40s. He should have been like two or three in 1975. But again, well, I logic that, that does weird. not need to be applied. That's a little weird. To the show. Well, I remember telling you that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Remember when Carter and Carter was like, it's been two X amount of years every and we've done it X amount of times. And I did the math and right. I was like, every 19 years yeah. they're getting killed. I'm like, these don't look 19 years old. Yeah, that means they only made it Carter to, especially. to 19. Uh, yeah, here IKX says uh, he's time. 44 in real life. Wentworth Miller. But uh, mm. even with the gray hair, he looks good. I didn't like the end again. They did the same thing again. Every show has ended the same. Have you noticed that? Where they're like, all right, well, we're only going to go on if everyone's all in. And then and then Cold is like, uh, you won't ditch us. We won't ditch you. Like a- every episode is ended literally on that same kind of beat. Well, they're not really like cemented as a group yet. Right. <laughs> you know, they're this still. Is Scooby-Doo now, Jordan says. Good one. No, he, Mark Boy's right, though. They're still not a team. Because they they keep, you know, doing missions without telling each other. So like uh, so they barely know each other. So I mean, anybody can leave whenever the fuck they want. I guess. And, well, it's up to Rip Hunter or whatever to bring them back to the right time. Yeah, they don't really know each other enough yet. There, but I like this episode more than the other two that we saw so far. I really hated the first one. I wasn't too hot on the second one, and then this one seemed like a a more 
like focused episode. This is more what I you thought know? the show would be. Uh, but yeah, uh, Wentworth Miller's delivery as cold is still. He's like, did someone say bang? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. It's right. weird. But I actually thought he did, besides his delivery, which is still weird. Um, and I watched last week, so I'm fully caught up, obviously, now. I thought his storyline was actually one of the highlights of the episode. I did. I love. I love the emotion in his storyline. This was. This was very right. interesting. Uh, I. I didn't agree well, with. What do you learn? What, What's that? What do you learn from that? You can't change things. Sometimes, right? You can't change. Some, sometimes people. Sometimes the personality that they were kind of born with, or the, the the tendencies that they have, will never change, despite all the things you you try to do to help. And that's, I, mean, I think, yep. what you yeah. learn is his dad is always going to be a criminal, that, regardless. He should have just killed his dad. That would have been that. that, 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 that timeline a little. Well, that, no, he didn't want to kill his dad because he wanted his dad to be a good guy. Yeah. He wanted by stealing that he thinks by his dad going to jail for five years that it changed him into this abusive father. Right. And and it, and it did, but he still ends up going. Now contrast that to the last episode where. Marty Stein doesn't meet his wife and almost wipes out, you know, his wife and his marriage from the timeline. Uh, this one is like, this was always going to happen. There's nothing you could do to change this. And uh, I felt bad for, for Snart, you know, learning this a- after the fact. And then Jack's giving him a little there's a, theme though, there's a theme of them going back in the past and thinking they changed things and it still kind of happens. So maybe the theme is, overall is that these heroes have self-fulfilling destinies. Regardless, can I derail the show? Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Is it? Did I see this wrong? Is Katana going to end up on this show? Katana, or is that uh, something I thought I saw? I don't know. I forgot That's to mention. I thought did we ever see Katana as part of this thing. She could be. Why not? I don't know if we've ever said it. I don't know if we've ever said it on the show, but it's they got an open an slot. Now. Yeah, they got an open slot. I uh, I forgot to mention the on Arrow. I totally thought they were going to kill Katana. Because of the Suicide Squad movie. I was like, oh, oh shit, yeah. they're going to kill him. Me too. They might still kill him. No, right. because I think there's interplay. I'll tell you why. Because for some reason, John Constantine's supposed to have rescued a white canary from her hunger. Yeah. And now it's back. Yeah. So I'm thinking the Lotus is going to come into play. And Katana knows about the Lotus. Maybe she took a little Lotus for herself. Hmm, that's true. And maybe she comes in. I don't know. I thought I saw Katana in one of the previews. Yeah. I just thought I did, but yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, uh, Constantine's spell is kind of wearing off on the White Canary, which is why I loved her in this episode. First of all, she got to she gets to wear fun 70s gear. She looked badass, and she just Absolutely. she just sliced and diced the shit out of those guys and uh, frightened. I like her pairing with Rip in this episode. Yeah, because they both needed each other. But she sells other. it. Yeah, yeah. She does. She's she sells great. that. She that's you know when that what I'm talking about when you have a woman like I could sell it that she kicks ass she does that so that's not why like, like uh, Peggy she Carter. does she sells the ass kicking and she sells the very like observant part of her personality where she's like they're 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 all uh, Australian or whatever the fuck yeah I love I love how she yeah she caught that was so cool like she sees all the sides she's like ah oh, we've been made. Like, this is, Right away, yeah, she's made. like, we've been made. He's like, what are you talking about? Well, he's got a gun, he's got a sword, and they got these tattoos. They're all African mercenaries. <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? And then you got that She just went all Jason Bourne. Oh, shit, that was great, dude. Bourne slicing and dicing. He's like, how many knives do you have? God damn, she's sexy when she puts those knives. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I... <laughs> But I liked um, um, the, the interplay between them because... So here's my question. In the beginning, it's 1700 BC, and Savage is there with... Rip Hunter. Rip Hunter's there and tries to kill Savage and hesitates. Now, did that happen before uh, 
Savage killed his family or after? Yes. But then why is he going after him? No, in the in the no, ancient I mean, Egypt. I know, I'm saying, yeah, of course it happened in ancient Egypt. What are you talking about? No, but you it, saying, no, why it happened. Did he go back? Why would he, he go back? back? He went back after his yeah. family died. Yeah. Why you, uh, what's confusing about that? After and then came over here, which is why Savage called him. They all knew him. He as assembles the team because he can't kill. He didn't have the the balls to kill Vandal Savage. All right, look, it's a time loop, dude. It's it's a lot all like right? the Flash so, last week, yeah. So when he his when his parents got when his family got killed, I keep saying parents, but his family got killed. He goes back and tries to kill Vandal Savage. Right. It didn't work. Didn't work. And he goes back. And goes that, sets, that sets up the loop right there. Right. That they're interlocked for life, hating each other. You got a question over here. I got a question. I also loved how uh, he gave out. No, no, there's a question right here. I know. I put it in here. But before we get to that question, I oh. loved how he, Savage dying, and now he knows Rip's wife's name and the kid's name and the way he was like, now I know their names. I can't wait to kill them. I'm going to get better Like as he's dying. I, I, want, I want to jump in on that too after we get to this question because okay. I have a lot to the say The question from David is, what's the deal with Carter Hall? Do you think he's coming back in another timeline? He's, he's going to be resurrected. The fucking Eyes Wide Shut origin scene not. where they're drinking his blood and it's giving people a hundred years. That was, oh, that was a little nuts. I didn't think I'd see cult's blood drinking uh, on the show. I liked it. It was like, and then the, he even makes a joke. He goes, I didn't think you were the eyes wide shut type as he saves them. That was fucked up, though. That's that was kind of cool. Heatwave says that. Yeah, Heatwave no, says that. No, that's great. Yeah. It puts a lot of, as in wrestling, they'll call it heat. It puts oh. a lot of heat on Vandal Savage in terms of like the audience not liking him because, granted, Carter Hall hasn't been the most likable character, but like they're desecrating his body yeah. at this point. And he does. So, I think Carter Hall is going to come back. Um, He's not going to come back. They're going to jump to a time where he's already re 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 Oh, yeah. If they could jump to another time, it'll be another incarnation of Carter, and they could just meet up with him again, I what? guess. Incarnation! Okay, so, so let's talk about Van- Savage. Savage. Yes. I want to talk about Vandal Savage real quick. So obviously we saw him on the Flash Supergirl, or Super Flash Arrow crossover, and I thought he kind of sucked. I didn't think he was a, a cool Vandal Savage. I didn't realize why they were fighting him. Or I didn't think he was a big enough threat for them to come together and fight him. I've I've come around on Vandal Savage. I think the guy that's playing him is doing a really good job. And I think his eyes, like in the second episode, his eyes lighting up when he realized there was chaos going around him. And in this one where he's like, just the way he's delivering his lines, I think I think he's actually a really cool villain. Uh, he, I like him This a lot. episode... I think he's making the... I think him and Captain Cold's storylines made this episode he and was, uh what's her name uh white canary's part of, in it as well jordan says anthony's hot for savage his dude i am he was really menacing and evil his lines to rip to his face and his his smile dying holy crap yeah. that creeped the shit out of me i was like oh boy this guy did. but i didn't understand why rip is killing him he knows we know a you Kendra has to fucking stab him and say the thing. Why are you even bothering with this? Because because just cause you're just, pissed off. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, you you're you want to just prove that you can kill him. At least you eliminate him for a little bit. He's yeah. gonna come back. Well, they even but said if you have the chance yeah, to kill the asshole, yeah. kill him. There and then they so they're gonna find if him next. Even th- one molecule exists, he'll come back. Yeah. yeah. And then he even says to Gideon, he goes, "Well, just look, find where he pops up next. Let's go there. It's gonna be 1986, so we get a lot of 80s fun coming up in the next episode." 
Yay! Uh, the only thing I don't like about this so far is I still hate that Carter Hall is their rallying point because he sucked as a character. And yeah, I nobody don't be- even liked him. No. And I don't believe Captain Cold and Heatwave are suddenly like, rah, rah, team. You know, let's go. We're so loyal. Yeah, why do they say I those get, things? I get that they're going to become eventually. I could see them becoming loyal because they're that's kind of their personality is the loyalty thing. But I don't see it happening this quickly for those two characters. Yeah. Uh, you know, where I mean, I could see them being like using the team and being like, we kind of need these guys to get back to our time and we'll we'll steal some shit along the way and we'll fix some things. But I, I, I don't get, see them being like, yeah, let's rally. Let's go. Well, I get really confused about the snarts and the farts and whatever the guy is like. Uh, they're thieves. All right. They're petty fucking thieves. They yeah. steal shit. You know, that's what they do. And, you know, and then now they're embroiled in this like time jumping fucking universe saving like heavy bullshit and they they're still thinking about stealing shit i mean i understand that snart had to steal this thing for his dad yeah you know for the dad but if they keep going back to start stealing shit i'm gonna get pissed like i'll let it slide because it was for his dad to change their history but if they keep on harping on him being the same fucking dude that he was before he jumped time I, I'm like, how do you stay the, like a thief? I think after right, you've right. gone back in time and s- tried to save the universe and know that there's some <laughs> crazy shit going to happen to the world that's on your shoulders, you know? I think he'll have Go a ahead. turn, but I think Heatwave's not going to turn. <laughs> I think you can't get the thief out He's of Heatwave. Kind of funny, Heatwave. I love his lines. He's been hilarious. Uh, what, uh, before, what? What about? Uh, He's going to be like Jane from Firefly. That's what I think. Were you, gonna, were you, uh, about you know what? who annoyed me is fucking uh, Ray a little bit in this one. He is the most. Ins- he was kind of a pussy for no reason. He's the most insecure billionaire genius. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Get over yourself. Uh, get it done. And stop. I didn't get that either. Uh, yeah. yeah, because the doctor's like, don't go in there, and he's like, okay, I'm going in there. And then he leaves. He's like, I can't get in there. And he's like, well, you gotta get back in there. No, I gotta get back. So, like, it didn't make sense. No, and like, and, he, and, his, and his weird, like his weird attention grabbing, like you don't remember me as a student, sort of thing. What a and whiny like, little bitch, and- Ray. Ray, you created your own company. You're like a self-made billionaire genius. Why do you need this guy's approval? Right. And Some teacher got a vagina. Some algebra teacher you had in seventh grade. Like, what the fuck? And gives a shit. I love how Stein's just a dick, though. He's just making shit up. Like, I at love first, Stein. Stein's awesome. He's great. He's like, ah, fuck, I was lying. You just needed a push. Uh, and, and then yeah. the other out of character thing for me a little bit was why did Jax agree to drive them over there? Like, he's not a, he's like, I'm not going to help you steal shit. And then he fucking flies them over there. Yeah, that was a little. He's like, weird. how did you learn to fix the ship? Instructions. <laughs> <laughs> no one I found the manual. It's like fucking. Fucking centuries in the future technology. He's like, ah, instructions. <laughs> well, I like, how, I like how he's like, I'll have a look if you give me a wrench. Like, uh, you think Spaceship. you really could fix a ship? <laughs> it's it's nothing probably like a car. I mean, you, yeah. you're you probably an expert at like tire, like tire changing and oil changes. Like, well, how does it. he know how to fly that thing? Really? This is future tech. How are you fucking flying this thing all of a sudden? The manual, yeah. of course, the manual. I didn't think about it too well, much. Well, just because he can fly with his powers doesn't mean he can fly a fucking plane. Okay, this is probably overthinking things too also, but how come when Ray finally came back out of Kendra's vein, like his suit's completely dry? He's not covered in blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could they at least wet him down a little bit? Something? He's completely dry. Well, maybe, maybe he 
I thought about that too, but, but I was like, maybe he's so small. I mean, it looked like those were red blood cells flying at him. Yeah, maybe the blood. So maybe get he's bigger. so small that he's he's dodging like blood cells. Okay, I'll buy that. No, the blood doesn't look. The blood doesn't grow. He only he grows. Yeah, so it would have been like a so little drop of blood. Have, yeah, a little oh, drop of right, blood on. Yeah, that's All a good point. All right, too. I'll buy that shit. There you go. The rug boy figured it out. You really can't. Rug boy science. Much. Rug boy science. All right, gang, we got a lot of questions in the chat here. Let's uh, uh, wrap up some stuff and we'll take some questions. One, one question. <laughs> there are questions. Yes. There are questions uh, over several different shows. For example, here's one. Oh, I was just gonna. I just wanted to wrap up Legends because we never talked about if we actually liked it. Overall, oh, I, okay. I thought it was a good episode. No, it Sorry. feels more of the show that I kind of wanted it to be. Cool. Yeah. Rugs? It's getting better. I don't quite like it yet, but it's getting better. More Why can you lie? <laughs> we- <laughs> <laughs> so where was... Uh, Why is Rug I Boy to- sexy? I got, I, got, I got distracted by the question. Okay, so we're going to answer this question. Can anyone help us? Why is Rug Boy so sexy? No, here's another... <laughs> Here's another question. Well, David asks, did you hear about the Flash Supergirl crossover? Yes, we did. We, have dis- we discussed it in the beginning of the show. It's going to be March 28th called World's Finest. Uh, we're going to watch it. I think they're going to pull a lot of ratings over to Supergirl. Um, and then another question from Trium F 91 What stone is that an arrow in his hand? I don't What was that stone? It, was, it had like scripture on it, right? I mean, if he was hallucinating... Why was that stone there? Was he really? It was very confusing. Maybe it's like a magic I think I, spell thing. Did we Go see ahead. this stone before? I, see, I today? don't know. Did. I, have we seen? We this probably stone? did, I but I just don't it. remember it. Uh, yeah, maybe it's like a season one. Somebody should Google it. We should Google that. What's that stone in Ollie's pocket? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, look. We're going to wrap the show up here, guys. We're going to open it up to you blabbers and geek out. Before we go, got to give a shout out to some of the uh, website networks that we are on that carry our show. We want to thank the Tangent Bound Network, Weeby Geeks, A Place to Hang Your Cape, and Podcast.ph. Links are in the show notes. Thank you to them. And thanks to Jordan of the Pies for being our BA again this week. Great job, Jordan. We love you. Being the blab assistant. We love you. I thought you when you went BA, I, was, I didn't know where you were going. Nah, I thought like but, badass. <laughs> she's a B. Uh, she's a BABA. She's a badass blab assistant. BA Baracus, yeah. everyone. That's a Mr. T. Yeah. A team callback. Uh, gang, thanks for listening. Listen, here's a couple of things you could do. You want to get in touch with us? Just go to jockaneer.com slash contact. You're going to find links to our speak pipe, our email, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, subscribe to the show at iTunes because then you'll get every show right as it comes out. Just go to jockanerd.com slash review. It takes you to our iTunes page. We'd love it if you'd leave us a nice rating and reviewing. It would be great. And finally, if you like this show, tell a friend. That's all. Tell your best geek friend. Give him one of these. Jock and nerd. If you don't like the show, you let us know. That's it. That's how it works. Rugs, where can they <laughs> yeah. find you? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy, and you can talk to me, and you can send me a tweet, and I'll send you my twat. <laughs> Okie dokie, gang. Thanks All for right. listening. We're going to end it on that note. Perfect place to end. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And we'll hear you next time. <laughs> i
All right, gang, the Jock and Nerd after show is officially on. If anybody wants to jump in, geek out, you got any questions, you want to say hi, uh, our favorite email listener writer, Anthony Clegg, three weeks in a row. Let's see if we could get his blabbers connected. Hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, what's up, dudes? (laughs) (laughs) Is this the first time he's been on? Yeah, or we had him on yeah. lab. No, it's three a.m. in in the UK at the moment. Are you? Uh, he's You're in the uck. He's in the uck at three a.m. And uh, are you a little? He looks kind of stoned. Are you a little pissed there, as they say in in the in the UK? Tired, <laughs> dude. Tired. Th- thanks for listening. Okay. Thanks for writing. Uh, that's uh, that's what I thought. Thanks for writing in three weeks in a row. Uh, where where at in the UK are you calling from? In Yorkshire. Okay. We know some lads in Northumberland. Uh, they have a podcast. Whoa. Yeah, not far from there. All not right. So you, uh, how how long have you been listening? Where you how'd you find us, dude? I love that you write in every week. I can't just keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started listening about a year ago. Oh shit! Oh sweet! Damn! How the hell did you hear about it? Yeah. yeah. How the fuck did you find us? I just found it randomly on iTunes, and you seem like the kind of guys who like the kind of things I like. So, yeah, right on. Uh, I don't like. Um, I don't like anything you like. <laughs> jock and nerd, dude. They are, this is a super jock and nerd fan. I love this. I, Anthony, you look like my son. <laughs> <laughs> he, I can't believe you thought because he looks like he's twelve years old. So, this is the first time you've seen our. Fa- okay, hold on. So, you've been listening for a year. Is this the first time you've seen our faces? It is. It's the first time I've been on Blab. Okay, so, yeah. so what did you think Rug Boy looked like? Not as sexy as he does look. <laughs> Geek boner. You think I look better? Like, yeah. or at worst than you thought? Like, what did you I'd imagine? Like right up, I'd like to get right up in your slack hole. <laughs> oh, I love Anthony. <laughs> this guy is a true jock and nerdlinger. Oh, my God. You got, nerd. You got, we need to have yeah, a fan club. So how he, many, uh, <laughs> how, I, just out of curiosity, how many episodes do you think you've listened to of us? Um, what episode is this one? This will be 77. Shit. Yeah. That's a lot. Probably about 60. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Because we only started Holy like shit. in March. We haven't even been on a year yet. We're closing in on that. It's kind of exciting. Uh, okay. But, uh, right on, dude. That's you're, awesome. I've listened, Thanks, to, man. I've listened to a lot of the back catalog, so. Favorite episode? Uh, That's awesome. One stick out? What was um, the one that caught you? Like, um, the one that the reason I started listening was the Avengers review. Right on. Of, uh, oh, Avengers there you go. Age of Ultron review. And I've done a lot of back catalogs since then, but my favorite one has probably been um, the Fantastic Four <laughs> breakdown that you did a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Oh, yeah, that, was that good. one is uh, very that was entertaining. Really People are loving that episode, and it was so much fun. Uh, yeah. You have uh, what movie would you like him to do next? Give us a. We've thought about like Green Lantern. I think it would be fun. Give it late. Let him suggest. <laughs> Sorry. Him suggest what would you what would you like to hear next? Uh I think um maybe Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Oh, oh that's a good one. We did Spider Man. Have you do. listened to the Spider Man 3 episode? There's a lot yeah, of we, issues with that. Yeah, we did the uh that, Yes, yes, yes. That's a good one. Too. So you think I look like what, twelve years old? <laughs> 
11 or 12. He's actually okay. 13, though. If I if I take off my pants, you won't feel the same way. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you think he's younger. You want to talk about he's five. You want to talk about dueling Brits dueling? They're gonna start dueling some sword fighting right up and blab. We're gonna get knocked off. Uh, <laughs> the worst thing is, I said that I said that to his mom, and she was still disappointed. So, <laughs> he's gonna look younger. Uh, so, uh, Anthony. What are your thoughts on Batman versus Superman? Are you a Zack Snyder fan? What do you think is going to happen with this movie? I didn't like Man of Steel, but I'm kind of looking forward to Batman versus Superman. It looks pretty cool. And I'm not I'm not worried about what they've given too much away because I think there's still quite a lot to to give away. I think there's st- I think there's still a lot there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. more of a Marvel person than a DC person, but I think there's still a lot to give. I think there's still going to be a great film. I mean, technically, if you think about all the promos they've shown, like it's really only like six scenes that we keep seeing over and over again, like the same six scenes. There's got to be. He's an easy guy, just like yeah, you know. vaping. Uh, there you go, vape. Cheers. There you go. See? There you go. <laughs> We're all gonna die of popcorn can you, lungs. Can you, Tony? Can you hear him? Doing his e-cig on the when we're when we're recording the show. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it does. It does come always. I wonder if people are like, "What's that? What, I wonder, what is that? What's that noise?" I, you, during the show. <laughs> when I'm listening back, I'm like, "Do people think he's like smoking up during the show?" Because he has, but that's not always the case. That's like my Darth Vader voice. It's, I just assume. I assume it's just the uh, air coming out of Rugboy Slackle, so it's fine. <laughs> he does have an issue with the with the air pockets in the, in the slack hole. <laughs> You're not too far off. That's when he gets gassy. Is when there's like too much air in the yeah. in the slack hole, and the cotton is just. Uh, just, you just <laughs> I've got to. I've got to say. I mean, I love you guys. I love Anthony and Imran, but I do love the episodes you do with Rugboy. Rugboy kind of makes it a little bit. He's, he's like the star of the show a little bit and <laughs> you guys know what you're talking about and that's it's brilliant but Rugby adds that little bit of immaturity that I think we all really like Listen, if, yeah because everybody needs a dick joke they're, ta- they're like talking about like intelligent exactly. shit and they're, and they're like you know and it's cool and all but like I'm thinking like Imran just said hole and I had to say something about that <laughs> We'll be talking about intelligent shit, and Rugboy will say a joke, and it'll just totally throw off what I was thinking about. I'm like, it'll put me in another spectrum. Where am I going? It's a nice balance. It blows my mind though when it blows my mind though when everybody's talking about something serious, and then Rugboy joins in, and it's serious, and you're like, shit, Rugboy's (laughs) just been serious. (laughs) Oh, he knows his shit. Yeah, my brain explodes. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, if Rug Boy, if if Rugs ever figures out how to use his felty hand to press a record button, uh, our jobs are done because you won't need us. You yeah. can just po- post the show yourself, like, Rugs. Me trying to say something intelligent is like a fat guy running upstairs. <laughs> like he can do it, but he's tired after. Wow, like, you know I mean? like he doesn't want to do it all day. He just analogy. wants to do it in that one short burst. There's a little, there's so a limited I amount. Just watch what I, yeah. The, the intelligence comes in bursts, and then you don't want to blow your load all at once because then he's just spent and useless for the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ruggs draws the chicks. Anthony Brilliant. draws the chicks. That's why we got him. I'm not sure what my purpose is besides having a, a, a strike. No, no you, you're, like, literally the guy that sets everything up. Like, we could not do a show without you. 
I do to do be fair, Imran, you're you're the enthusiasm. You're the one who gets everybody. I, I got you get it. I love. I appreciate that. Oh great. fucking! I love you, Anthony. He gets it. He gets it. Sometimes I get excited really easily, but that's what I do. That's my thing. <laughs> but he gets super. Anthony, excited. don't you? Anthony, don't you think that it would be intrusive if I'm sitting there in an interview and they're interviewing somebody serious, and then I'm there? Like, I think I don't belong in those those things. Like those interviews that they do. Mm, yeah, you might be right. That, that's the that's the thing. It's like we you know we talked to Greg Wiseman, who's like a big time TV producer who's created Gargoyles, Young Justice, Star Wars Rebels, and then for me to have to explain to him before the show. By the way, we have this homeless, smelly puppet on, and he's gonna be. I hope you don't mind. I think it's kind of hard. He's gonna constantly refer to his penis. Now, he's always gonna talk yeah, about his penis. Just don't worry just, about it. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Sometimes we need, you know, because we've got. Some- I have, I have to ask Anthony, what background are you? Are you sitting in a kitchen, like in your mom's kitchen, I love or is that like a, a shower curtain behind you? <laughs> he's got listener. He's yeah, got. This is my, this is my living room. Oh, okay. Listener, that, oh, whoa! Oh, wow. There's a lot of flowers. Holy shit. Listener, he's got a pale yellow background with red flowers and stems. It's very retro yeah. and trippy. Uh, what a floral living room is right. It's British. Yeah, it's British. <laughs> it's that's, very that's British. British. I feel like, British. Remember that scene in Garden State where he's got the shirt that matches the wallpaper in the background? <laughs> you need, you to, need to get a shirt that matches that wallpaper. Anthony, you need to buy a shirt that's... <laughs> we, need to get, we need to get you a shirt with the, with those flowers on it. You can just blend in. Disappear. I've got a Superman shirt on at the moment. Oh, oh nice. Wow. Is that a zombie Superman? Is that Black Lantern Superman? Pan down. I want to see your cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's oh boy! He's asking, kidding, oh, look, he's wearing. Whoa. Dude, he's you know, he. You're one I of was us. <laughs> you're, he just showed us his shorts, his Superman shorts. You're one of us, my friend. I think I have the same shorts. Uh, Jordan wrote yes, <laughs> yes. So, do you uh, have you have you listened to our crossover with three six five flicks? Yes, I have, but I've never Do, listened to their podcast. I was gonna. That was gonna be a next next question. I, I, I tried listen. I listened to the one with their um, top ten films. Yeah. but none of them kind of gelled with what I liked, so okay. I didn't really bother with it. And after that, they're like number one with Jaws. Fair, thanks. Well, they they, they, they definitely have a weird taste in movies. <laughs> For sure. They think shitty That whole Mac are... and Me thing was just out of this world. That was hilarious. Was like, what the Listen, fuck you guys Kevin and Chris, if you're listening, we love you guys. Don't get me wrong. Look, I'm all about supporting <laughs> the independent podcast, like 365 Flix podcast, like HD1 Joe. No, they, they oh, know how they, awesome. they know that we f- how, I f- how we feel about their tastes in, in <laughs> movies. It's true. It's I, true. I, they, they have an, We've argued I would say to their face, they have a talent for liking shitty things. <laughs> Like, it's a true talent. Well, because Kevin said he worked in a in a video store and just watched shitty movies all the right. time. It just got it broke him down, I guess. And he's like, "Yeah, it's okay." Okay, so what are your guys? Uh, what are your guys' top five movies? And if you had to choose one, oh shit! What, oh, of all fuck. time, of all time, holy fuck! That's Gandhi. Oh, Gandhi's good. Oh God! Oh God! boy. <laughs> Oh, God. I couldn't do a top five. Dude. Mine are all Middle Eastern themes. <laughs> I got Gandhi. I got uh, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Okay. These are all Middle Eastern themed. Babel. Okay. <laughs> Black Hawk Down. Mm-hmm. That's an Africa, and, isn't uh, it? <laughs> wow. 
listen, my, my top five is okay, going to be my, right. <laughs> my top five is full of obscure Bollywood movies. I don't think you guys have heard of any of them. So, oh, I love the Bollywood. So every movie's the same. You sing, you dance. There's a fighting. There's a romance. They never kiss. Then there's more fighting, more singing, more dancing. See? So every fucking every fucking movie's the same. Did you ever see the seventies Indian Superman? No, no. You have to Google it. Oh, I have to look that up. <laughs> does he sing and dance? I think he does. Uh, he must. It's a Bollywood movie. <laughs> look, look, this the industry in India. I'm, I'm Pakistani. I grew up like I actually grew up watching Indian movies when I was little. You have no idea that the Bollywood industry is fucking nuts, dude. The actors will shoot six to ten movies a day. Just it, it is a machine. That, and uh, I'm looking at Indian Superman right and now. They crank out like hundreds of movies a month, but they're all the same movie. There's no genres. There's no like Indian horror or Indian animation or Indian uh, spy. Like it's all the same fucking movie over and over again, and they eat it up. They love it. Sounds awesome. That's what they know. That's they, what they, they know. love what they know. They know it makes money, and they just keep making them. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, describe this to Anthony me. I'm not watching. watching. This shit. Look how he's got this big smile on his oh, face. I want you, he's grinning like can, you, can you describe what you're watching? Oh my god! What it, describe it's it? It's so awful. Oh, okay. Hold it up there. Uh, oh, oh, there's a woman Spider-Man. And, they're, they're flying yeah, upright. Yeah, sweaty armpit. But, but they're flying straight upright, like vertically. Wait, what is? <laughs> the girl has a Spider-Man suit without a without a mascot. Oh, there they go. What the fuck? They're just flying like oh, standing up. Is this? <laughs> He's yeah. got underwear. Oh my god! This is un- I can't what believe I I can't believe I did not know about this. Listener, I will post the Im- link. Imran in the show did notes. perform that exact song and dance at his uh, seventh. At my wedding, show. I did this at my wedding. <laughs> oh, they're flying vertically now, finally. But they're making out. They're but they're still. What is going on? They're not, They're not supposed to out. kiss. They kiss. No, they don't make out. <laughs> this was my wedding. Oh, there's a kiss. This was our wedding dance. It was me, <laughs> me in a Superman costume. So they're flying sideways, but they're Imran, <laughs> you failed as a human being. <laughs> How did I miss it? that? Thanks for showing that, Anthony. I'm the one who brought it up. Thanks, yeah, Rex. No rugs, I, I honestly, I can't believe I've never seen that. That's unbelievable. I've seen like the Japanese Spider-Man. He's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I got to peace out. Oh, yeah, he's Friday a hard night. out. All right, go fucking jock, rage it up, fucker. <laughs> I'll try. I'm going to sit here. Remember, to win the bank, one in the stink, Anthony. Always That's be right. Hey, Anthony, thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate yeah, the support. Thank you, keep guys. Thanks for having me on. Don't yeah, forget, keep watching, keep listening. Hey, don't forget to and bring, tell a friend. Don't forget to bring your pal Jimmy Hat, the Jim Browski. Oh, he left. I hope he knows what that means. <laughs> Jim, we got an open slot here, Jordan. He's not, he he is a gentleman. He never answered that question uh, that we talked about him. Hey Jordan, how you doing? Thanks for uh, being our BA. Hey Jordan, BA Anthony. How long have you been on Blabs? The Blabs. This is the first everybody time everybody just just to see you guys. Oh my god! Thank you. Well, I'm following you now. It says you've that been on. That was the emergency broadcast vape system. That was the. Dude. Was a, the alarm <laughs> sounded, so it told We're everyone to vape. Okay, vape, vapes up, everyone. <laughs> vapes up. And we're going to, I'm going to hit the tweet button. Hold on. Energize. <laughs> vapes up. Okay, now vape. <laughs> Let's see. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's see if that works. <laughs> Let's see if that works. 
Hold on, let me get my pen. The vape went down the wrong pipe, people. I'm sorry. Hey, this is the (laughs) Chocolate Nerd Podcast after show. I really, we got. I'm so glad Anthony popped up, and you stayed up. Uh, It's tomorrow over there. You're fucking crazy. It's three thirteen in the morning. Yes. Oh, and Anthony Davis is also in the chat room, and he says you suck, rug boy. He's he he's just oh Anthony Davis. Oh, but he's being friendly. Yeah, Listermate. You know Listermate. Jordan, how? Uh, yeah. Jordan, how's your week? What's up? Um, it's been pretty good. Just um, making some cupcakes and cakes, and getting ready for Valentine's Day and all that. Oh, so. that's a that's a big day for you over at the the bakery, isn't it? Yeah. You should make and, some uh, boy cake. Oh, I should. I, I should. That's a good you know idea. what? When you guys do your hundredth show, I should make a cake. Oh for you. snap! A yeah. Real- I would eat the shit out of a rug boy cake. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I think it should be. What flavor is a rug boy cake? Rugs, chocolate, vanilla. Um. Hi. It's whatever. It's brown inside. I know that. Chocolate chips. <laughs> it's it is brown inside. Uh, it have to be like a nutty, wacky cake. Yeah, we'll have to think about it. I'll do it. And then since you guys can eat it, I'll eat it. Hey, who's Bye. that, Anthony? Hi. <laughs> Did you wake someone up? It's three. Sorry to disturb you. Did you wake somebody up? I'm sorry we, we woke them up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to have to go now, guys. <laughs> well, thanks for staying up, dude. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Hey, thank you so much for watching. Keep writing uh, in. Bye. Love it. Bye, Anthony. Listermate says Rugby would be a, a lemon cake with chocolate frosting. Sounds yummy. Talking nerd. Anthony Clegg says, sorry, guys, woke the wife up. I'm in shit. I'm so sorry, Uh Anthony, but thanks for, uh, thanks for, uh, coming on. Tell him him you could blame me. Uh Just blame it on me, dude. Tell him the nerd, uh, it's the nerd's fault. I'll take the heat. I don't care. Uh, He's probably never going to be allowed to come on again. He's like, no. (laughs) You see his face? Wait a minute. Dude, think about this. I just want you to think about this right now. Okay. Okay. This blab is the visual proof of what happened to him. Like he was sitting there enjoying himself, and all of a sudden he heard a sound. He turned around, and then you see a hand on the door, and it was his wife. And he, he was like, "Oh shit!" You had this look of like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna do shit now." It was so bad. And he's then like, he had to go. He's like, "Sorry, dude." So I, I just think that was a thank you, Anthony, for making that happen because now this is fa- my favorite episode of all time. That was a fantastic. I'm going to watch. It. I'm going to show this to everyone I know, and you're gonna, you are now the star. This was great. I lessons, love your wife. Hey, lessons in marriage only in the Jock and Nerd your podcast, wife. people. That's what we're doing. Jock and Nerd. Uh, Jordan, I saw you p- pinged people. Thanks for that. That's uh, that was very cool. Yeah. Poor. Trying An- to get more people in here. It's funny, but it's true, Anthony. I hope we didn't put you in the doghouse for long. And we'll see you next week at three a.m. Nah, he's gonna be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. When she he'll watches, the make her watch this tomorrow. Yeah. Make her watch this tomorrow, God. and then she'll she'll get it. She'll laugh. She'll get it. She'll be like, "Oh, you were talking yeah. to a fucking puppet and a freak oh, and a yeah. a twelve year old boy, a puppet and a freak and a Spider Man hoodie." I get it. I, this is fine. This makes complete <laughs> sense and, and it's rational. Uh, but <laughs> the, dude, last but I just imagine him trying to explain. Th- now, Anthony, does your wife know anything that you listen to this show or anything? She knows nothing about this? Like, she was not even <laughs> primer at all? Probably not. I'm sure. 
Nope. He said no. So she had, no. So this was just. So this is like a classic case. If she has no <laughs> idea what the fuck's going on, he, he doesn't know how to room. Yeah, he, she doesn't know if he's masturbating yeah. or what he's doing or what weird shit he's up to. She's like, oh my god! She's like, why? So you why? gotta make her watch. She's like, why are you on the computer at three in the morning by yourself over here? What are you doing? It looks yeah. shady, honestly. It would look shady if you just walked into that. You're like, yeah, the fuck is you guys having video sex? What the fuck? He, and then he showed us what his crotch. A puppet and a guy dressed as Spider Man. Okay, sure. Listen, last yeah, this, divorce papers are being filed immediately. <laughs> 